0: fired up, to go out and share with each other what you learned and what you're going to take from it is awesome. It's so good to see you guys here bright and early this morning. You are in for a real treat because our first speaker today exudes love. He is a peaceful warrior. He is a pediatric chiropractor and has been for the last 25 years. He learned from his mentor, Dr. Larry Webster. He got so fired up about being a pediatric chiropractor, he decided to move from New Jersey to Atlanta so that he could teach pediatric chiropractic at Life University. We're so honored to have him not only at Vision but at Life University where he is inspiring the students to go out and serve their communities and take care of families with a focus on the children so that they can grow up strong, healthy, unsubstated, and raise great families on their own. Once you see who it is, you're going to know that you love him. He and his wife are probably the most loving couple you've ever seen. Dr. Lisa also works at Life University. It is my honor to welcome Dr. Drew Rubin.
1: And he's created something called the Big History Project, in which he has taken the entire history of the planet, of the universe, and broken it down into a very small package of 18 minutes. And then it's actually created an online history class that you can take if you're really jazzed up about this. So, of course, being a chiropractor, in love with chiropractic, I look at this and I said... This chiropractic messages throughout this whole thing, even though I'm sure he has no idea. <laughs> so one of the first things he's talking about in the early universe, uh, there was this thing called entropy. And entropy means uh, the thing that goes from order to chaos. Everything kind of goes from order to chaos. Talk about Newton's second law. So I thought about this and I said, how does chiropractic relate to entropy? And it kind of came up to me like this. A couple of weeks ago, a little boy comes into my office. He's two years old. He's not speaking, but the mom, on her history form, writes down "wellness." So I'm watching this kid throughout the exam, you know, and during the history and stuff, and he's going, so you can tell the kid is not very communicative. So at the end, after we talked a little while, and before I really went into the exam, I said, "So." Tell me about his developmental milestones. And she says, Oh, he's totally fine. He's met everything. He's walking and talking. And I said to her, with as much love as I could, but understanding where I knew I had to go, I said, Well, tell me about his talking. So she gets quiet, kind of looks down like this, and she says, Well, you know, he just said a couple words. He just said car, and I didn't hear him say that once. And mama, and dad, and a few others. And I said, Well, is he saying like two word sentences? Is Is he putting stuff together? She said, Well, no, not really. And then she says the thing I hear all the time. Well, the pediatrician says, It's normal. normal. Don't worry about it, he'll catch up. I look at that, and what I see is a kid who's supposed to be in order, and he is in disorder. He is in chaos. He is going towards entropy. He is flowing in a direction he shouldn't be flowing. This is not normal. If you know anything about developmental milestones, a kid is supposed to be talking by one. And by two years old, you should be talking two-word sentences. If you're not, that's not right. And the big problem with that is what might happen, not today, but let's say you keep on thinking that the pediatrician says, oh, it's totally normal, that by the time he's three or four and he's still not talking, then what do you call it? What do you call a kid who isn't talking? Autistic, that's unacceptable in my office. So when I see this kind of stuff, I see this kid and I see here's a child who's going towards entropy. And what is my job? Is to stop that entropy. Right? I want to stop that entropy in his tracks. And between chiropractic and neurological exercises and dietary changes, we can help change the direction of that kid. So I said to myself, I'm so glad he's here. Because even though the pediatrician says this might be normal, it's really not normal. And she looked at me and she said, I know, because all my friends, all their kids are talking and he isn't. And it's got me really worried. I said, Don't worry, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. That's why I do what I do. And then Dr. Christian from the TED video was talking about Newton's first law. And Newton's first law is a body in motion will tend to stay in motion and a body at rest will tend to stay at rest unless. Unless it's acted upon by a force. So, the chiropractic in me says, what do I do? What do we do as a chiropractic adjustment? Right? See, what I look at this, let's change this, let's think about this and change it to chiropractic. A body in sickness, in disease, will tend to stay in disease. And a body in health will tend to stay in health. Right? So taking that, what does a chiropractor do if a body is in sickness or dis-ease and is tended to stay in dis-ease? What is my job is I deliver the outside force. Right? I deliver the force and now we become the entropy fighters and the inertia fighters. Right, because the first law is about inertia. So we are now fighting entropy. We are fighting inertia. That little boy who comes into my office or the ones that are coming to your office, even the people coming in with back pain and neck pain, (coughs) and lab? They are in inertia. Right? They are in entropy. It is our job to get them out of entropy and out of inertia. Get them away from sickness, away from disease, away from disorder. Into order and health. So I'm watching this going, wow, this is like the greatest chiropractic video ever. (laughs) And then I think about this, and I say, where is chiropractic in its big history, as he calls this, in its big history, where are we headed as a profession? Are we headed towards entropy, or are we headed towards order? And I want to show you this, because this really upsets me. I don't know how many of you have seen this. Dr. Ripon talked about this a while ago, and I started teaching this in some of my classes. When I look at something like this, this is Cairo 2025, and there's a company out of California called the Institutes of Alternative Futures. And what they've been doing for the last bunch of years is they make like all these scenarios for different uh, professions. And one profession they chose last year was chiropractic. So they chose, they studied chiropractic, they interviewed, they did statistical analysis, and they came up with this like 25, 30 page report. If you want to read, it's quite interesting. But it came up with four scenarios for chiropractic. I don't know if you can read this, but the four scenarios are scenario number one, module gains, marginalized fields, scenario two, hard times in civil war. Scenario three, integration supply health issue. Well, this isn't bad. That's not bad, that's not good. And it's vitalism and value. I like that, right? And what's kind of cool is in that scenario number four, if you read it, the actually Life University, Life University is the they say is gonna be the health leaders. Right? and the thought leaders in getting chiropractic into the vitalistic philosophy, all because of Dr. Reekman and all the work that he's doing, which is fantastic. <laughs> however, 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 if you look at the bottom part of this slide, you're going to see something. And what it says here is the percent of people using chiropractic in the past 12 months at 2025. Right? This is their prediction. So in 2025, They're saying 7%, 4%, 9%, 8%. So you're telling me that we are the vital health leaders in one of their best scenarios or that we are touting vitalism and the leaders in vitalism and we only got 8% of the people? What? You know what? That just blows my mind. So we're going to do all this work and get all this stuff, yet we're still just going to be at 8%. That doesn't make any sense to me. This is where we need to be, right? You see all the signs out there about tipping point? 18%. This is what we have to think about. by the tipping point. And who's going to do this tipping? It's us. We, right, Joe? It's we. We're going to do this tipping. Ain't nobody else doing this tipping. It is up to us, up to me and you to do the tipping. Which means we have to break out of our comfort zone. We've been talking about this all weekend already, breaking out of our comfort zone. Because we have to create that scenario number five. I don't like that four scenarios. I think they're wrong. I think we can easily, by Cairo twenty twenty five. I think easily we can get to 18%. But here's the key, and he was going on, Dr. Christian's was going on talking about history. And now history is a roadmap. But so many people, in chiropractic especially, will dis history. Now, I'm traveling around with ICPA, and I hear people all the time saying, yeah, in my school, they won't let us in say the word subluxation. They'll kick us out to say the word subluxation. They'll, they'll say, D.D. Palmer, B.J. Palmer, those guys were like quacks. Dee quacks. D.D. Palmer's nothing but a fish, peddler, a magnetic healer. And I say to them, really? So you're telling me that like every famous person who's ever lived has been involved only in that profession when they came up with their discovery? Really? So there's nobody else you can think of that maybe started in one way and came out to another way and created some really big waves. Like, give me a break. So, history is so important. We need to know three things about our history, is what he was saying. <clears throat> now, he's talking talk about the universe. I was getting it down to, it. Let's say we're all taking a nice road trip from here to Orlando to Disney. So, we need to know three things. We need to know... Who- we need to know three things. We need to know number one, where are we? We are now in Atlanta. Number two is, how do we get there? Where are we going? So if we gotta take whatever road this is, 95, I said, that's what the road gets. Take, we have to know, are we on this road right now? And number three is, where are we going? We have to know where we're going, where are we headed? If we don't know we're headed to Orlando, then how do we know how to get there? So we have to have that goal. So that goal should be the 18% in 2025. That's not where we should stop, that should be the goal, 18% by 2025. Because there's people out there who would rather not have that happen. You know, look at this guy from Dynastic Chiropractic. Subluxation, the word has been an anchor around our neck of the profession for too long. It should be cut off and let slowly sink to the bottom of the sea of antiquated jargon. jargon. Are you serious? Chiropractic was built on subluxation. It wasn't built on drugs. Chiropractic was built on subluxation. Chiropractic was built by D.D. Palmer and B.J. Palmer. Don't tell me about this. And then last year, I don't know how many of you saw this thing after some chiropractor supposedly broke a kid's neck in Australia, which it turned out not necessarily to be true and accurate. But there was this whole campaign to call call for a university to close down children's chiropractic clinic in Melbourne related to what University Chiropractic School. That's absurd to think that there were people out there petitioning because they say chiropractors are dangerous for kids. Really? So what you do as a medical doctor isn't dangerous to kids, but what I do is, like, I think you got something a little twisted here, you know. And they talk about Dee Dee Palmer. Oh, Dee Palmer was just, you know, some quack and He didn't know what he was talking about. He just came up with some ideas. Well, you know what? He was 120-something odd years ahead of his time. Let's think about that little phrase that he says right here: founded on tone. Who's studying that now? The functional neurology people are studying that right now. So don't tell me he's some quack scholar we should talk about. This guy and his son, BJ and David, these guys gave us our profession. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. So we can't not talk about it. It's like saying, okay, I think we should stop talking about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. You know, those guys are dead a long time ago, and all that stuff was kind of antiquated. We should talk Declaration of Independence We're addressed. Address. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Right? Right? This is, this is history. I sat at his feet, he changed my life. He's, I, I, I owe everything chiropractic can to that man. Dr. Dick Santo, another unbelievable speaker that many of you are unaware of, but he was fantastic and he changed my life. He sat down with me in New Jersey, and he slapped me upside the head and he, he told me how to do chiropractic the way he should. And Dr. Jim Sigavus, who passed recently, he was another one of my heroes who taught us so many things. So you're telling me we should ignore our history? You're telling me we should ignore people like this, that if these three people were not here, where would chiropractic be? If Dr. C. did not exist, where would Black University be? It wouldn't be. So we have to honor our history. And that's what this, what this whole thing taught me. So I gave up with chiropractic's own big history. Now I'm not going to go into it because I'm running out of time. I'm not going to go into it, but this is to me the chiropractic big history. And we are here right now. Life mission began a year ago last year, right in this very place. So we are right now at the very cusp of everything that we're doing. But what's so important is that we can't let it just stop in this room. We can't let it just stop in this room. It's got to get bigger. we got to get bigger. we got to bring more people. we got to bring more people. Because if you think about it, think about it. We are here at 7, 8, 9 percent. Coca-Cola is like at 40, 50, 60 percent. Coca-Cola's just sugar water. Coca-Cola, how could the sugar water be beating us out when we got something that could save the planet, right? So I don't quite understand this at all. So we got to get to this 80%. You know, Coca-Cola and Calipari were born around the same time, in the 1800s, late 1800s. We have to be so much better than that. We got to be so much better than that. But what can we do, right? It's because we got to get involved. All of us have to get involved. This isn't just about me. This is about you, each and every one of us, taking the battle, taking the heat. We have to do this. Because that 18%, that's the tipping point. That's what we gotta aim for. Each and every one of us. It's not just me, it's not Life University, it's everybody. You gotta tell people, you gotta fill this room, we gotta fill Life University, we gotta fill chiropractic offices with people to understand this philosophy because there's nothing else. There's nothing else I think is gonna save the planet except for what we got. There's nothing else. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I wanna make big history. I want to make big history. I want to see President make big history. I want to see Life University make big history. Life Bishop make big history. And each and every one of you make big history. Because you know what? Right now, I am recruiting you. All right? I am like Uncle Sam. But you call me Uncle Drew. And Uncle Drew is recruiting you. I'm recruiting you. I'm recruiting you to join our vision. To join our mission, To join our purpose. Because there's nothing else. There is nothing else. That's why every time I see something, it's a backpacker, because what else is there? We have to do this. We're the only people. We're the only people who can save the kids. The kids are dying out there. The kids are, are sick out there. There's more neurodevelopmental problems than I've ever seen before. We, we have to stop this. We are the ones. We're the only ones who can stop this. We are the only ones. Because right now, we got to storm the beaches. we got to storm the beaches. I am General Rubin, and we're storming to storm the beaches. <laughs> We got to storm the beaches because they're fighting us. They're fighting us. The lasers are going, and we're just getting shot at, shot at. But we got to keep up. We're in this big amphibious craft. have three. We got three amphibious craft. There's one here, one here, one here, and we got three different generals, in each one. And we got that thing's gonna go down. That ready gonna go down, and we can't say, well, you know, I don't want to do it today. You know, this really isn't a good day. I'm a little embarrassed because I don't want to. You know, maybe this isn't the right thing. Maybe you know, I should try practice a little bit more. You don't have any choice. Right? Do you understand that? That's where we're at. There is no more choice. There's not like, well, we'll do it later. We gotta play to win. We don't play to uh, think about it later. We gotta play to win. This is right now. Right now, we're storming the beaches. We're going up onto the sand. We're gonna be shot at. We're gonna be throwing things at. Grenades, bazookas, airplanes. We're gonna duck and weave, duck and weave. And we must win. We get 18% The next step after you get 18% is this Everybody gets chiropractic Everybody, not just 18% yeah, I'm not satisfied with 18% Almost everybody's got some sort of stupid iPhone, Samsung, Galaxy, whatever And where is that really taking us Except for a bunch of maniacs sitting like this all day long Right? We need We need to go way past Way past that 18% so that everybody Everybody, everybody gets chiropractic Are you ready to storm the beaches? Yes!
0: yes. Dr. Lisa told me the other day that she had spoken to a student at orientation who was sitting at a table at the last Life Leadership Weekend with her family, thinking about whether or not to do her undergraduate work here or do it back at home. And she said, during the conversation at the table, where the students have dinner, which some of you were at last night, some of you will be out with us tonight, that a chiropractor spoke to this student and her family. And they made the decision right then and there that she should do her undergraduate work here so that she could start getting into chiropractic sooner and be dipped in the principal. The doctor told me that they were talking about it, And I remember the student, and what I realized is, it was a team of us that got that student to this point. It was someone who took the time to refer that student to the school. It was the doctors that are not here this morning that were out there facilitating on the ropes course, working with that student. It was the recruiters who were there to answer any questions. It was Dr. Whitman who gave the presentation and got the students fired up about a life in chiropractic. It was the speaker on, on the Friday night, which was Dr. Plaster last time, who really got those students to understand that they could live this life and that they could change the lives of millions of people around them. And as a team, that one life was impacted. You all are part of this team. Impacting the lives of more patients and prospective students who will then get out to be chiropractors like us and impact the rest of the world. Our next speaker has been doing just that. In 2012, he traveled to London for the Olympics as part of the chiropractic team for USA Wrestling. He originally practiced in.